And welcome back to the undefeated. We are ready to roll after day one of the NFL draft. Um, so definitely an interesting night. Interesting picks, good picks, bad picks. Some of our teams picked, some of our teams didn't. And we're here to cover all of it um, here. And then we'll, we will cover the rest of the draft on our next episode going through um, the picks that we liked through the last couple rounds. So, um, what, well, let's go ahead and get started with uh, the surprise of the draft. The first overall pick, Joe Burrow. You're joking. It's a, sol- it's a solid pick. That's all I got to say. But yeah, I think there's been way too many arguments in the group chat between all of us. It's a solid pick. It's a, sol- it's a very we- solid pick. I think it's a good pick. I think that Jordan – I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in this class, but I think that he had the best season, so that definitely boosted his draft stock. Given that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see how his arm is in the NFL. Honestly, I, it's an average arm. I want to see how developed it is or how he can. And use last it. year he looked great, and I think that that because he was a red, he got redshirted his freshman season at Ohio State. Was on the bench for two years. And then he went to LSU and finally got his chance to start, and and he showed out in his second year after he finally understood how the offense worked. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I I all think we think this is a a decent pick. Actually, I want you guys to give letter grades for each pick. So I'm going to give this pick an A. I'm going to give this pick a B plus. Let me give it an A. Just because he's not the best quarterback. They could have gone a different quarterback. I don't know. I think in terms of reliability, like – Who's gonna? Who's the guy that will be ready to to give something to your team? Joe Burrow. Yeah. And that's what the Bengals need. They need yeah. a guy that will help them in All right, right now, right. not in the future. Yep. Anthony. I grade this one an A. All right. Best quarterback in the draft. So. All right. No. I think he he could be the best quarterback in the draft, and he's probably my he could, yeah. He's my best quarterback if Tua didn't have – if Tua didn't – he would – he's my best quarterback because Tua has injury issues. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, next up, another surprise pick, Chase Young, edge rusher, Ohio State. They didn't screw this one up. I'm going to give this one an A. A plus. A plus. Just yeah, an A plus. Surefire prospect in this class. Yeah. He plays a position where you have to – where your skills can be seen in college because you're going up against other talented people, especially in, a, in the conference that he played in. He played for Ohio State, which has to go up against Michigan, which has a lot of really good O-line, O-line in the players in the NFL, so they know how to have a good O-line, and he just looked refined. And he was a defensive player in the race for the Heisman. I mean, the guy looks like a strong safety, and he's playing defensive end. He's a scary guy. Yeah, very scary guy. Anthony? Montez Sweat on the edge. That's going to be – And Ryan Kerrigan. Don't forget about Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Kerrigan. <laughs> they need a defense to help with their offense this year. I don't think that offense is anything to look at. No, but they'll draft probably something here in the second round. They need uh, a wide receiver. I mean, they, they need they to have trade Trent Williams so. to get another pick in the first round. They need more weapons. I mean, I could see them taking like a J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I could see it too. running back because they they're not going to stick with AP. You have a letter grade, um, Anthony? A plus. All right. Moving on to the third pick, um, the Lions take Jeff Okuda, and I'm going to give this an A minus because I think it, they could have tried harder to find a trade down. I think if they would have traded down and gotten Okuda, this would have been a better pick because I think they could have gotten Okuda later than they did. So it's a decent pick. I just wish they wouldn't have picked it here. I wish they would have. I wish they would have acquired more draft capital and then picked it. I'm gonna. They needed a cornerback after you know the loss of. Darius Slay. So, I, it may just sound like he died, but no, after they no, got rid of Darius Slay. So, I think they wanted their guy and they got him. They had Okuda in mind all. All right, next, the Dolphins taking Tua Tonga-Vailoa after all the smoke about them taking Herbert. I'm going to give this pick an A+. Plus. I'm going to give this pick an A+, plus as well. I think Tua is the best quarterback in this draft class, hands down. Y'all don't see it in the Zoom, the listeners don't, but my name is Justin Herbert Fan Club. I was a little disappointed that Justin Herbert wasn't taken by the Dolphins, but the, you know, the Dolphins had a clear plan of who they wanted to take since his, you know, final season in college. <laughs> I mean, tanking for two has been something that's been trending with Dolphin fans, so they know the fans backed it up, and 
it's a guy that they wanted. If he can stay healthy, that's great. I give it a B plus just because I'm taking away a later grade just because I can't rely on him staying healthy. I give it an A plus. They chose the best quarterback in the draft, arguably the best quarterback in the draft. And you look at his injuries, he's only missed four career games through his injuries. Only four. Well, yeah, but look at his injuries. The guy broke his hip. <laughs> just because he missed that amount of games, yeah, he broke his he broke his hip at the end of the season. He still broke his hip. That's yeah, all I'm saying. The medical technology we have today, the ability to fix a hip, just because Bo Jackson lost his whole career over a broken hip, doesn't mean that if he would have had the technology today, Bo Jackson could have argued could have been. Let me make this analogy. I mean, make this analogy. If a pitcher gets Tommy John, he's not going to be the same pitcher afterward. So if that goes for a football player, which is a much more physical sport than baseball, if a play if a quarterback who's going to be taking hits which he is going to be, breaks his hip, then he's not going to be the same quarterback after. Uh, but I still think he's better than uh, Herbert. All right. No matter what, I think that, that even hey. with the injury, he's better than Herbert. You're entitled to that. <laughs> I think which Herbert was Herbert's the like my next pick. Guy. The Chargers uh, – so we're, we're, we're going to move on here. The Chargers select Justin Herbert with pick number six, and I'm going to give this – a B because I think it's a, you know, I'm going to give it a B plus because look, two is gone. He's probably, he's in the next two best quarterbacks on my board. I think he was picked her a bit early, but this is a big position in need for the Chargers. So I understand. It. I'm going to give this pick a B minus. I think I right. don't like I'll Justin last, Herbert. Will. You keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think Justin Herbert, he's like, he's, my fourth or fifth guy behind it's either it's Tua, Joe Burrow, and then Jalen Hurts, and then it's either Jordan Love or Justin Herbert. I do I like Justin Herbert's arm and that's and his mobility to an extent, but that's about all I like with Justin Herbert. He doesn't have any it factor and he has the highest bust potential in the draft, which is He can also throw the ball sixty two yards flat footed. Yeah, but he has accuracy issues and he uh I'm just—I don't think he's a good quarterback and either. I'm just telling you. Being taken this high, what is called a bust is different than if you get taken in the later in the first round. If you're taken in the top ten and you don't pan out, you're one of the—you're a really bad bust. But if you're taking taken in the later first round and you don't pan out, it's just a bad pick. And I think that since they took him too high, the bust label will go on him faster just because of how high he got taken. Yeah, well, I'm going to give this pick a, a B plus. Uh, kind of like you, he's the best quarterback left on the board, the position of need. And, but what he can do outside the pocket, when he gets outside the pocket, is tremendous. He, he can run uh, almost as good as anybody, and he can definitely throw on the run. And I think the Chargers, they needed that, and they just drafted the best guy available for them. Um, I'm giving it an A-. minus. Uh, I'm really high on Herbert. I think the guy with NFL coaching will excel. I really, truly, and honestly believe that. He's a smart kid. He has a biological degree from Oregon. He went all four years. Very good guy, very good player. Has all of the tools, just needs some refinement. And I think if the Chargers give him that refinement, he's going to be a guy to watch for years. He's an introvert with no leadership skills, uh, and he doesn't have any instinct. And, and, not a and good his NFL player. comparison is Josh Allen, who's a guy that has massive accuracy issues. He has all the same measurables as Josh Allen, mobility, big arm. I'm not looking at this just on paper. I, if, I mean, I've watched you, him play, and he plays just like you know, Josh Allen does. You know, before Michelangelo, you know, freaking sculpted the beautiful statues that he made, they were just a block. To me, Justin Herbert is a block that needs some chiseling from some NFL coaches. Yeah, it's, but like – I, I don't see it. I, he does not have an it factor at all. That arm is the it factor. <laughs> That's the it factor. That arm can throw the ball 62 yards. The man is explosive. If you watch the last four games of his season, the guy is explosive. You look at his 2018 season, you know, if he would have repeated his performance in 2018 to 2019, it would be a whole different story in y'all's opinion. It wouldn't because he still can't read defenses all that well. He does not have the it factor or very well instincts, and he's not a leader. The guy, yeah, you don't know if he's not a leader just because the scouting He's an introvert. They, they went. Oh, not a leader. It's like Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts went to the combine, and they were the leaders in there. 
They, they, you could tell, you can tell who the leaders are and who the leaders aren't. They interviewed Oregon teammates. They interviewed all those types of people. He is not a good leader. He's an introvert, which is not what you want out of the quarterback. You're going to pick a number six overall. But the guy has all the tools. That's he what I'm saying. Not that does not matter. Yes, he does. He the guy has arm strength. He, he can the most get important accurate. Part of being he can get accurate. He can be accurate. The he guy can, has, he's not the guy has accurate. a lot he's of potential. I'm telling you, the guy has a lot of potential. Yeah, I agree with you. He has the lowest bottom, but he also has the biggest top. No, he doesn't. Who has the biggest top out of all of them? No, he does not. Tua has the – Two's going to be a Justin Herbert's ceiling is Josh fast. Allen. And I don't even like Josh Allen all that much. That is not his ceiling. Yes, Justin it Herbert, is. He Justin is exactly Herbert's what Josh Allen is. Justin Herbert's ceiling is a superstar. I'm telling you. <laughs> you're wrong. That's where you're all wrong. Right. All right, pal. We'll, we'll see he how he like, turns out in the next couple of years. He's my fourth okay. quarterback. He's the fourth quarterback in this class. That's great, Will. <laughs> and then he's not, he's not that good. Accuracy issues are an issue in – when your window is two seconds in the NFL and you have to be able to spit a ball in between two NFL-level cornerbacks, and you don't take a guy number six. You, okay. He needs refinement. I could be a good quarterback if I worked on it and I got refinement. Well, you don't get to talk about college football. You don't have all the tools. You can't throw a ball 40 yards. Well, where'd Kyle Duggar go? If you can name me that, you can keep talking. Okay. But Justin Herbert is not a good quarterback. Okay. To your yeah, point, he was the best. He was the best quarterback on the Chargers board. So they went with the guy that fits their system. I, I, let's let's move on. Can, okay, I want to. I also put that around everybody. Anybody know who where Kyle Duggar went? He didn't go to college. He yes, skipped. he did. He, he, he sounded like Illinois, didn't he? Just at high school, wasn't he? No, he. You have to go to college to be in the NFL. He went Kyle to, Duggar. He went, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a high school. It was a junior. It was Lenore Ryan. Yep, there you it? go. Yeah, Lenore Ryan. I thought that was a high school. You don't have to go to college. college to be an NFL player. Shut up, Will. You just, you just have to be out of high school for three years. Let's the next one. Next up, pick number seven. The Panthers surprise everybody and take Derek Brown over Isaiah Simmons. I'm going to give this one a B minus just because I think Isaiah Simmons fits them a lot more, especially after losing Luke Keekley. You got to think it's a different it coach it. now, though. I'm going to give it a B minus. So who are they gonna, other than Shaq Thompson, they, okay, they, you can find defensive lineman prospects. There is only four, three good, four decent linebacker prospects in the draft, and now they're all off the board. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to give this pick a B. That's tough. Because it's about <laughs> they it, – read. You, you, okay. I'm going to give him a B on, just because uh, I think that they thought they needed a D-tackle. They took a D-tackle. They thought they took what they needed, and they got the guy that they wanted. So, it's, I mean, when they needed a D-tackle, granted, I think they needed a linebacker more. I'm just going to give it a solid B. I'm going to go with George here. I'm going to give it a B minus. They needed a D-tackle since they lost both their starters, but I think Isaiah Simmons would have fitted their system more than Derek Brown. And uh, the pass on Isaiah Simmons, we'll just see how – how effective that is and how effective Derek Brown is. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think it's a good guy. Uh, good draft pick. I mean, I don't think he should have been this high in the draft. I agree with you there. I think Isaiah Simmons, who was the next pick, should have been drafted there instead, but they made their decision, and it is what it is. Yeah. If he works out for them, then we'll all be praising it in a year. If it doesn't, then we'll it all be what it saying, is. oh, wow, you missed him by a pick. Like, yeah. Uh, and he was SEC defensive player for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up is Isaiah Simmons and, and not Derek. I know we didn't talk a lot about Derek Brown the last one. We talked more about Isaiah Simmons who uh, went here. But, um, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals really wanted Derek Brown. Unfortunately, they didn't get him. So, they went next best player on the board. And so, I mean, this is a good pick. I'm going to give this one an A-. minus. Just because I don't know how much they need a linebacker, especially because him and Her- uh, Hassan Reddick are the, kind of the same player. Yeah. I'm also going to give it an A-. I'll give it an A. Yeah, yeah I'm going to give it an A. Uh, there's not much I have to say about this one, honestly. I mean, yeah. that's just their defense. I, I thought they'd go offensive tackle here. So when they took I, but I knew if they let Isaiah Simmons fall to them, they weren't going to pass on it. Although Joshua, jo- uh, Josh Jones is still on the board. They could swoop him up in the second round. It'd be a nice pick. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's an underrated tackle in this draft. Yeah. So. 
All right, next up we have the Jacksonville Jaguars who selected cornerback C.J. Henderson at number nine. I thought this was a better reach. I'm not as high as uh, everybody is on C.J. Henderson. Um, I, he got beat a lot at Florida, especially in his last season there. Um, I'm going to give this one a B. I'm going to yeah. give it an A-. minus. Uh, I think it was a bit too early for him, but it's a position of need. They needed to get some corners after they traded away. Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Bouye, and this was the best corner on their board. And uh, they just had to get a position of need. He's a guy. But cornerback I mean, is so – there's so many good corners in this draft, I would have waited to the second. I mean, that yeah, season that, that C.J. Henderson had at Florida can't be denied. I still don't think – like you said, George, I still don't think that he's one of the – he is one of the best, but I don't think he was a first-round defensive back. And I am honestly surprised I, I, I think he's a first-round defensive back. I just don't think he's a top ten – yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I, I don't think he's a top ten draft pick. Yeah, I don't know. I give this pick a B plus just because they tried to fill a position need, and he's a really he's a pretty solid player. Yep. Especially after the loss of Jalen Ramsey. You got a letter grade to read? I just gave you a B plus. I would be minus. I said read, not will. <laughs> no, you said view. Minus. I heard read. Everybody else heard read. You need to open up your – All right, next up, the Cleveland Browns. And this isn't really surprising. No trades in the first round. First time since 2015 that that happened. Um, <laughs> in the first – in the top this 10. Is gonna, this, is, this was Jedrick Wills, and I really did like this pick. I'm going to give this pick an A. I think the best tackle left on the, – the best tackle left on the board uh, is going to be able to pass protect, and Jack Conklin on the right side is going to be able to run protect, and this is really going to help uh, Baker Mayfield going on. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm giving it an A plus just because of how hard Baker Mayfield was hit last year. There are some points where Baker just got absolutely bounded. He was the hardest hit QB in the league last year. Jedrick Wills is going to help him not get hit, which is great. Thank you. I'm going to give this one an A plus. Jedrick Wills was my top tackle going into this draft, just ahead of Tristan Wirfs. And the fact that they got him at 10 when they thought he might have been gone. Uh, he'll fit right in that, that uh, Browns offensive line and just protect for Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And I love the fact that the Browns made this pick, yeah. you know, especially over guys like Kai Beckton. I am going to give this pick an A just because of how – what the because the Browns, they bolstered their O-line this offseason. They saw that it was their biggest weakness last season. They went out and they signed Jack Conklin, as you said. Now they got uh, Jedrick Wills, and I think this O-line is going to be pretty good. They have a pretty solid guard in Joel Latonio. So, this, this, I think this team has potential in this pick. I give it an A just because of what it does for that team. Yeah. All right. Yep. Moving on to the Jets, and I'm going to give this pick an, an A minus here because I like the tackle. I just don't know if it fits their scheme. Mackay Beckton is definitely more of a run blocker than he is a pass blocker, and Adam Gase loves to pass more than he likes to run. So when you sign team. a guy for $45 million at, at the running back position named Le'Veon Bell, uh, the GM is going to want to catch. He can also catch balls out of the backfield, which was actually a more coveted um, thing for the Jets. I'm telling you that Adam Gase is going to want to pass the ball. So I think Tristan Wirfs is, it would have been a better fit, but I still think they need an off the tackle and they got an off the tackle. So I'm going to give it an yeah. A. I, I agree with you. George. I, give I gave it, I gave it an A just because, you know, Makai Becton's a solid player. He's a good player to have on your team. Any team would have loved to have a tackle like Makai Becton. However, yeah, he is a run. He's a, he's a run uh, protector and a pass-first offense, especially if you have Darnold in your backfield. Can right. he protect Darnold? That is the question. He probably will be able to. However, yeah, it's an A-plus if it's, yeah. <laughs> if it's any other game. offensive scheme. Yeah, I, I give this pick in it. I'm going to go with George and give this one an A minus just because of, you know, he's a run blocker and, and a pass heavy offense. I'm going to give it an A minus too. I think uh, it's going to help Le'Veon Bell on the run game a lot. And you know, nothing else to say. Le'Veon Bell's got to be happy about this pick, though. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on to pick number 12, the Raiders select. Henry Ruggs, wide receiver out of Alabama. I think this is a good fit for the Raiders. I'm going to give this one an A. 
Y'all are going to disagree with me, but I'm giving it a C just because I feel like Henry Ruggs should not have been the first pick in the draft wide receiver. Henry Ruggs is arguably the top Henry wide Ruggs receiver in this class. Henry Ruggs is fast as heck. However, if you got guys like CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy still on the board, you're really going to take Henry Ruggs? Henry Ruggs is fast. That's it. Everybody wants to capture that Tyreek Hill type speed. And Tyreek Hill, especially type in that division, very, of course you want to get very versatile, and they they want to get that guy. But I'm just disappointed that there's debatably all around more talented wide receivers that the Raiders could have picked if they were going to pick a wide receiver, but they picked Andrew. I That's think I I believe you're wrong here. I think I'm giving this pick an A plus. I think Henry Ruggs is my second pick. He's my second best wide receiver. But I think that this speed is what they need, especially in a division that's going to be as fast paced as the AFC West is going to be on both sides of the ball. They need a guy that will be able to get past these really fast secondaries like the Chiefs because they're going to have to play them twice a year. Like Henry Ruggs will be able to get straight through that defense. Look, I think, Reed, you're undervaluing Henry Ruggs' catching potential. He actually is a good route runner with nice receiving skills. He is an all-around wide receiver. And this really fits what John Gruden is going to want to do on the offense. But are so you willing to that's say why that I like he's a better – are you willing to say he's a better all-around wide receiver than Lamb and G? No, I'm not. But I think that he fits the Raiders' offense better. I think that I think he, fits he fits the, the offense, offense. The Raiders' I offense been, perfectly. Just, he fits now, the I don't know how well he'll be evaluated. I don't think CeeDee Lamb would have fit their offense all he that well. Not, the, better than, not him better than Ruggs. And this he fits the offense, but he shouldn't have been the first wide receiver taken. I, don't, I do not I think disagree so. with you. I, think, I don't think he's the best. I think I because of scheme fit, it works a lot better. Now, in, 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 if you were any team, if you ran just a, like any – like uh, let, let's just say a normal formation with some normal gun stuff – uh, I, I agree. I think Jerry Judy was my favorite receiver on the board. CeeDee Lamb was second. Henry Ruggs was third. But he fits the Raiders' scheme. I get that he fits the Raiders' scheme. I'm not doubting that. And I'm, I'm not facing, saying that he doesn't. Facing it I'm off, just saying just that not wanting him to be the first receiver off the board, which is because not I don't a think, great way to break prospects. I don't think his talent is that level. I don't think his talent is first wide receiver off the board level. I don't think that. But just, you are basing it not off scheme fit, which is a more which which is more important than where exactly they are on your board. Yeah, I think he's the second best receiver in the class, and I think he went to the team that was is going to use him the best. I really wanted him to go to the Eagles, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. But I really well, do. I, like I don't how, think I don't think they'll use him the best. I know, but I think that the, it's the be- best. The best place the Raiders, the best place Ceedee Lamb could have gone was Kansas City. Yes, but we all know that was not going to happen because they already have all of those speed guys. I I really like this pick for the Raiders, especially given that they have to play the Kansas City defense, the speed defense that they have in Kansas City twice a year, and I think Henry Ruggs will just be able to blow through them and be able to at least you know get open on a few deep routes in those games. A plus. Yeah, I'm going to give this one an A minus, uh, just because I think C.D. Lamb would have been a better fit for the Raiders. But uh, they wanted they value speed over uh, aggressive catch, and Henry Ruggs is that guy. And, and I love the pick, uh, so I give it an A minus. All right. Now moving on to the first trade of the draft, as the Buccaneers move up a whole bunch of spots of one to select. Tristan Wirfs. <laughs> I really like this pick. Great pick. You got to protect I, I Riddle Brady in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I'm gonna give. I, I think I'm gonna give this an uh, an A minus, not because of the pick, but because they had to trade up one spot. I mean, come on now. Come on, dog. Yeah, I don't agree with the trade. They could have. They could have stayed at 14 and taken Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. The 49ers. But is it worth the risk? Tackle. I mean, they could, I mean, they could have known something that we didn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like the 49ers played the Buccaneers just like the, just like the 49ers played the Bears in 2017 with Mitch Trubisky. But let's, let's be honest. The 49ers, yeah. they traded down. I, I really like this pick any... because – Finish, Anthony. Uh, I, I really did like how they the, – because the 49ers, Joe Staley is their, one of their best alignment. He's getting up there in age. 
And I think that if they were thinking about replacing him, Tristan Wirfs would have been a great replacement for Joe Staley there. So I think it's a good move for the Bucks to make sure that they get their guy. Yeah. I think it's a good yeah, move. I just, I just don't get the trade. The Niners didn't even get a middle-round pick for it. Remember, they don't have a pick now until the fifth round. And I think the Niners could have gotten more value for this pick. But um, yeah, they got they didn't, who? Javon Kinlaw? They got Javon Kinlaw. They, they got a seventh round pick. They got a seventh round pick. Javon Kinlaw's underrated prospect. He's going to be solid. However, sure. I, but, um, <laughs> I give this give this pick an A plus. They need the guy to protect Tom Brady back there in the backfield, and he's the he was the second best back on the board. And the fact that he fell all the way down to thirteen, the Buccaneers have to be excited for that. All right. All right, next up, the 49ers, who traded down one pick, um, took Javon Kinlaw, and I'm going to give this a B plus. I like the prospect. Don't get me wrong. I really do like Javon Kinlaw. I just think that they needed a wide receiver a lot more than they needed another defensive tackle. Because if you think That's about, a, they, they, traded, uh, the, uh, they traded a defensive tackle to get a defensive tackle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand it's cheap, yeah. but you also don't know if this guy is going to work out or not. No, I, I give it a B plus. Yeah, I give this pick a C plus just because they do not need any more defensive linemen. They already have. They don't need any more defense. Football. Period. Maybe no, a defense. Offense. And Jerry Judy was still on the board. That's why I, I give it a C plus. Jerry Judy was still on the board, and you do not need any more defensive linemen. I give this pick a Yeah, I think. He's the best true pass rusher in the draft and able to get him at 14. Uh, replace the Force Buckner. It's a good pick for them. It's awesome. You didn't Although just I do say that. Effects. You didn't just do. say that. Chase Young? What? Chase Young? Chase Young? Best true. Best interior pass rusher. pass rusher. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Interior there you rusher. go. There you go. All right. I was, I was about to roast you, Silvani. Okay. <laughs> It's a solid pick. I still I agree with you guys. They they should have gone wide receiver with Jerry Judy and C D Lamps on the board. But uh they just valued this guy higher than higher than them. So Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Stack Next defense. up at pick number fifteen. An A-plus pick here is the Broncos needing a wide receiver. So like my, the best wide receiver on the board, Jerry Judy out of Alabama. A plus, yeah. hands a down. Plus. Best wide receiver in the class. He's going to be a great compliment to Cortland Sutton. Yeah, A plus. And, yeah, A plus. But let's be honest. The Broncos were not thinking that any of the top three receivers were going to fall to them. Nope. But they had their choice of the two, two of the top three. I just hope Locke. CD Lamb is a bit too right much guy. like Cortland Sutton to me. I think that Jerry Judy compliments him a lot better. Jerry yeah. Judy I can mean, play in the slot I just, as well. I just hope Locke can get the ball to him, honestly. I'm not impressed by Drew Locke. I, a part of me almost thought that they were going to be sleepers for Jordan Love in this draft, the Broncos. However, why? it looks like they're sticking with Drew Locke. Oh, Drew Locke is with Drew Locke. He had a pretty good last couple games of the season. And Drew I know Locke that isn't everything, too. but I think that if they give him another season to develop and he's do- – if he is really bad this year, then they draft a quarterback next year. You still have – you have Justin Fields <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence next year. I say if they're going like what two and six in the first eight games, then it's time to uh, tank for Trevor in yeah. Denver or fall for Fields. They they believe in Drew Lock, and I believe in Drew Jerry Judy. They get Jerry Judy to go with a stacked offense, and uh, this thing, the wide receivers in the AFC West, this is turning into the, one of the best positions in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. undoubtedly, the NFC West. If the Chargers can get a quarterback, and if the Raiders can get a quarterback. I'm just not sold on Locke. Uh, I want him to do well. I think he has the potential to be good. Maybe a receiver as good as Jerry Judy will help him do that this year. Good pick. Jerry, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, that's a nasty one-two punch. That is yeah. a nasty one-two. You got the separation that Judy can get and Sutton's a go-up-and-get-it guy. Both speedy yep. receivers, too. It's a good pick for the Broncos, A-plus. Yeah. Yep. All right. Moving on now to pick number 16, the Falcons taking cornerback A.J. Terrell out of Clemson. 
I'm going to give this one a B plus. I think this is a position of need, not my next corner on the board. I believe that Trayvon Diggs and Christian Fulton were a bit ahead of him. But again, AJ, nobody knew who the third cornerback was going to be on people's boards. AJ Terrell was my fifth corner. So uh, I really, I don't mind the pick. And I think it's, I think it's at a good position. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you go ahead. For the same reason you said. I give it a D plus. I think he's not. He wasn't the best corner left on the board. And I think what most people why he they were chosen. He he was a good player in college. He had one bad game against the arguably the best receiver in Jamar Chase. Yep. And his draft stock fell. I I love AJ Terrell. He's a great corner. He's a great prospect. And the Falcons maybe reached a bit, especially with Trevon Diggs and Christian Fulton still on the board. But I like to pick AJ Terrell. He was a good corner in college. AJ Terrell is one tough cookie, man. I mean, the guy is tough as nails. He's a solid defensive back. I think this is a good pick and something something that they can really, you know, build around if he yeah. does pan out. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Now to sadly one of the best picks in the draft <laughs> is the Cowboys select CD Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Hey, Hey, I sadly a, have to give it an A. There's a reason why McCarthy and Jones were smiling that big. They're saying CD's still on the board. Uh, CD Lamb is a playmaker. He'll make Dak look a lot better than he does. Dak if if Dak comes better. back. If Dak comes back. The Cowboys, they didn't address a position of need. They just added to their strengths. Uh, I, I, I thought they were going to take Caleb on chase on the edge rusher out of LSU. But, you know, they drafted C.D. Lamb, the best guy on the board, and that's what Jerry Jones said he was going to do. Best player available, and now he'll go in with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. And I think he has the potential to be that number one in Dallas, take over Amari Cooper. Uh, the outside guy, he's, he's a good pick. He's a good pick for the Cowboys. The only reason I don't give it an A-plus is because it wasn't a position of need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, the Miami Dolphins select – Offensive tackle Austin Jackson of USC, and I'm going to give this an A minus just because he wasn't the next tackle on my board. The next tackle on my board was Josh Jones out of Houston, but um, I still think this is this is a decent pick. Jo- uh, Austin Jackson is not my favorite tackle in this class, but I needed a guy to protect Tua, so they reached a little bit to get him. But I think this is a very, very, very big position of need for the Dolphins. If they just go. I like yeah. having Minka Fitzpatrick back on the Steelers. Yes, this was the Steelers pick. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely, okay. I definitely uh, would like Minka Fitzpatrick over Austin Jackson. So, yeah, I think that, I mean the Steelers didn't get a draft pick, but they did get Minka. So that's yeah. a silver. They had a better player that was on the board still. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I give the Austin Jackson an A as well. I, think I give it an solid, A minus. Solid lineman. A, I mean, if you, I had to watch every USC game this season, but yeah, I. If you watched him towards the end of the season, he really came into his own. The guy grinded it out and made sure he was someone to look at. Had a great combine. Looked good. Stand-up guy. Uh, I think that's a great pick for the Dolphins, and he's going to protect Tua well. Yeah. Yeah. I give it an A- minus because they addressed the position of need, and and uh, Tua definitely needed that, especially with the injuries to his hip. He needed yeah, a guy to protect him. Uh, same as George, I give an A minus. I think they should have gone Josh Jones instead of Austin Jackson. Still a decent tackle of uh, USC, but I still would have taken off Josh Jones. Over. Yeah. The fact that Josh Jones is still available blows my mind. DeAndre Swift still being available blows my mind. All right. Good talk. Good talk. Bye, guys. I'm just kidding. Pick number 19, the Raiders with arguably the biggest uh, reach in the draft select, Damon Arnett, um, cornerback out of Ohio oh, State, and uh, this is a D. This is a this D is plus. A, I gave it a C minus. you say, Will? Look, it's a position of need, but D a guy plus. that wasn't protected to go to the third round. Yeah, D plus just for just because he wasn't supposed to go. go Credit for Arnett being productive at Ohio State. I mean, the guy hurt next his arm. Yeah, next to Jeff Akuda. Yeah, if you're not productive next to Jeff Akuda. Yeah, 
I mean, credit to him. But he played an opposite field because he had an arm injury. So the guy's tough. We know that. But, you know, I don't But he's not worth a first-round pick. He's not worth a first-round pick. D-plus. I agree with that. That's why he's a C-minus. I'm going with George G. Just because uh, Damon Arnett's not the top cornerback left on the board. Trevon Diggs is still there. They've reached massively for okay. Damon Arnett. Yeah. I have two questions for the Raiders. One, why did you hire Mike Mayock as GM? And why are you letting John Gruden and Mike Mayock waste away all these first-round picks you got in the Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper trades? Like, they have so many first-round picks, and they've used them so poorly. Yeah. Minus Henry yeah. Ruggs. All right. Minus Henry Ruggs. Well, next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at 20, and I'm going to give this an A+. Yannick Ngakwe wants out, so they get his replacement here and Caleb on chase on. Uh, they, again, for the second year in a row, picked the, get, the best guy on the board. Now, having Josh mm-hmm. Allen and Kalevon Chase on being edge rushers next to each other, this is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Kalevon Chase on is athletic. I mean, the guy is fast. He's athletic. He gets to the backfield effortlessly, it seems. It's a great pick. The Jaguars are going to benefit greatly from it. Absolutely. Yeah, I give it, I give it an A+. I think it's a steal. They did not expect Kalevon Chase on the ball that on the 20. And again, like jo- like George said, him and Josh Allen on the edge, it's going to be scary for any offensive line to try and block. Yeah, I'm going to give this pick an A. Man, Jaguars sleepers. Yeah. In the AFC East, especially since the Patriots are. Yeah. Are done for. No, no, the Jaguars. Are Except they're not in the same AFC division. South, buddy. AFC South. man. Well, they're better. Uh, that 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 was that was tough to watch. Yeah, that, that was, was a tough scene. To that was a tough scene. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on to another bad pick. The Eagles. It's not a bad pick. I'm going to get this pick a B because I like uh, – I was originally very, very pissed about this pick. Not going to lie. I really wanted them to take a Justin Jefferson or Kenneth Murray. But after talking to George about it and getting emotionally consoled, I'm really starting to realize that they needed a speed guy, and he was a speed guy that was still available there at 21 and granted he probably could have slipped to them but I think that is a pretty solid pick and they took a position of needs I'm giving it a B it's a reach for a position of need I'm gonna give it a C plus y'all are gonna be surprised with my answer because usually a guy like this I would put on the roast track immediately Rager B plus I'm giving him a B plus I think if he's on any other team other than TCU any top team like, even if he's on, like, Texas or OU, he's considered top three wide receivers coming into the draft. The guy has speed. He has elusiveness. He can catch. I mean, he's an all-around package for wide receiver, and I think the Eagles will do great with him. Give it a B-minus. And as a, as a TCU fan watching him at TCU these past three years, uh, he can field the punt. He's a great uh, go up and get a guy. He's got the, he's got the speed that the Eagles needed. Uh, I still think they could have gone to Justin Jefferson, but they take Jalen Rieger, who can fit in nicely as an outside guy. Uh, good route running, and I think they just value speed uh, over Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah. You also you have to factor in that Justin Jefferson was still in the <laughs> board. Yeah, yeah I do. If I, Jefferson not on the board, this is it. a higher grade for me. Yeah, but just they already have a guy that can go up and get it and now Sean Jeffrey. My question for y'all is is the better receiver overall. I think that he also he has a good amount of speed while also having a better size. How how good does Regor have to play this season in order to justify this pick? Like how oh, good? Really good. Um, better than being JJ or in the top five rookie of the year candidacy. Yeah. It's a total being a speed guy in an offense where Carson, and Carson Wentz has the arm for it and Carson Wentz hasn't been able to throw deep in like two or three years because he hasn't had good enough receivers to do it. I think that this is one of the best deep threats of all time. Who was injured all season. I'm just saying he's had opportunities. He had one game with Deshaun Jackson. And that's been his best deep threat that he's had in his career. One game. And he used – he abused the privilege. And then Deshaun Jackson got injured. And I think that now that he has the speed guy, that he'll be able to utilize him because he's hungry for deep shots. Yeah, we'll see. 
All right, next up, the Minnesota Vikings, after losing Stephon Diggs, actually traded. We got this pick from the Bills for Stephon Diggs. Selected the best wide receiver on the board, Justin Jefferson. I'm going to give this one an A. I'm willing to give this one an A+. Plus. I think it's an A+. Plus. You replace one – well, I think it's overrated but personally, but you replace Quandre Diggs, who – Stephon Diggs. Quandre Diggs. Quandre is from Texas. I'm a Texas secondary fan, but I think Diggs, I think Quandre. He's a secondary player from the Lions. Listen, listen, when I dog. say Diggs, you know I'm a Texas fan, so I think Quandre Diggs. Anyway. I'm a Tennessee fan. That doesn't mean I get white mixed up not, with other people. That does not mean anything. Tennessee fans mean nothing. Texas fans. I mean, you would like Ben, and uh, I don't think of Mikey, you potty all the time. Listen, anyways, next to my Stephon Diggs, they got him when I think they get a debatably better receiver in Justin Jefferson. Diggs was kind of a late little bloomer in terms of his NFL career. I think Jefferson will hit the ground running and fill that needed spot. I'm going to give this one a, an A. I think this guy's the best true slot slot wide receiver in the draft. He plays most of the snaps in the slot, and he's got great route running, great speed, great hands, and they uh, replaced Stephon Diggs with this Justin Jefferson kid. And he, thought, he would have been, let's be honest, he would have been a top three receiver pick had his partner not been Jamar Chase. The only dig I can see on Justin Jefferson, and this is not his fault, is across from him was the best wide receiver in college football. Yeah, I mean, he would have been in the conversation with Ruggs, Judy, and Lamb had he not had Jamar Chase. But Jamar Chase took – he was the best receiver this past year, but Jefferson still put up a lot of great numbers. I love this pick for the Vikings. They were not expecting him at 22. Uh, they were expecting him to be gone a pick earlier. And um, it's just – I think it's a steal for them. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. I'm give it an A. All right. Next up. The Chargers trade up with the Patriots to select Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma. This is one of my favorite picks in the draft. I think that Kenneth Murray was an underrated prospect coming in. Kenneth Murray is one of those guys that is just tough. Like he's athletic and tough. He'll be in the backfield in every play. Any tackle, he'll be involved in. He's a ball hawk. He knows what he's doing, and he's a hard hitter. Kenneth Murray is going to be a great I agree. I just don't know how much the, the Chargers gave up to get him. Obviously, they yeah. traded him the second-round pick, but mm-hmm. also, also you want have that uh, many spots. I, I'm a little – I also didn't – I don't think he was the best linebacker on the board, personally. So, right. I'm going to give this one uh, – although I do think it's a very big position you need, I'm going to give this one a B plus. I'm going to also give it – well, since you gave it a B-plus thinking of it as a low grade, I had to give it an A-minus. I really liked that the Chargers moved back into the second round to get a position of need in the because first, I thought that they the were first round in right. the – Yeah, back, they moved back up into the first round to get a position of need because I thought that to be, I wanted that – I really thought that they could have gone Isaiah Simmons at six, but they didn't. I think that moving back into the first round via second round and most likely third round picks is great for them. I'm giving this pick an A minus just because of how big of a need this is. Because last time they made it to the playoffs, they got shredded because of how bad their linebacking goal was. I'm going to give this an A minus. Uh, they trade back In my personal Patriots. opinion, he was the best linebacker on the board. No, I still think Patrick Queen's better than him. But uh, Kenneth Murray's one of the top linebackers in this draft. And they go with the position they need. They trade up. They trade their second rounder and their first, and uh, pick 71, the third rounder. For a guy who can come in slot right into that defense. And like Reed said, he's a ball hawk. He's a great ta- he's a great open field tackler. I love watching Kenneth Murray of Oklahoma. He'll be a great prospect. He'll be a great player down in Los Angeles. Yeah. Reed. Yeah, uh, I give it an A. Uh, I I think that it's just a solid pick. It's not like outstanding. It doesn't get like an A plus, but it's a great pick. All right. Next up, a pick I know Will really does not like, and that is uh, the Saints taking Cesar Ruiz, center out of Michigan. I give this pick a C. They didn't really need to take it. They didn't really need to take an offensive lineman, and Patrick Queen was still on the board, who is the best linebacker left on the board, given that Kenneth Murray just got taken off the board. And I think that they definitely needed a linebacker more than they needed a uh, offensive lineman, especially one that needs as much grooming as Ruiz does. I gave it a B. Um, you got to protect your quarterback. It seems like teams that have 
established quarterbacks, there was a theme going in the first round that they were going to take an offensive lineman. This guy, uh, this line doesn't need any more pieces. They have like two pro bowlers on that line already. Well, they really want to protect this time because, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a B. I think that this was. I mean, you can never have too many interior offensive linemen. I think that this is, you know, just backing up some guys, and then you know, could definitely be in the starting position. I think this is the best interior offensive lineman in the draft. I just think with Patrick Queen on the board, I would have rather had Patrick Queen, and that's why I give this pick a B. They give it a B. They they brought in this guy. You can play anywhere on the in the interior. You can play right guard, left guard, center. Uh, he's mainly in the center, but as you guys have said, Patrick Queen is better. I would have preferred him over Cesar Ruiz, but uh, you know they got it. They need a guy to protect Drew Brees, an extra guy to protect Drew Brees going out of the pocket. So I mean, I I like this pick. He's a decent player, but uh, I think Patrick would have been a better option here. Yep. Anyone know where George went? <laughs> All right, moving broke. on to pick. Number 25, where – this is the only pick I've forgotten so far. The San Francisco 49ers traded <laughs> up to take Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver out of Arizona State. I'm going to give this pick a B- minus because there's there's plenty of – I mean, granted, I don't know. I, just, I like Ayuk, but I don't like the 49ers. Let me tell you all something. I think this is an awful pick. I'm going to be completely real with you. Brandon Ayuk was not even supposed to be first or second round talent. He was. He was, he was. second round in most mock drafts. He was actually third he was, in one of the mock was, drafts I read. He was uh, – I've seen him in the bottom of the first round, like to the Packers, and I've seen him in the top of the second. I actually like this pick. I've seen him second and third. He's my, he was my fifth grader. He was my fifth best receiver on the, my, in my board. Listen, I think that Ayuk is a great player. I do. Arizona State, he made them look good. He won their game against Oregon. Like, he just – you all remember, pass, good pass from their quarterback. Ayuk, good grab, ran it for some 45 to win it. He's a good guy. He's a – you know, he's an impact player. But I just don't think that he should be in this position in the draft, especially to the Niners. I, I think, think it's a wrong. waste I of think draft. The Niners pick. need a wide receiver. This guy fits well across the field from uh, from Debo Samuel. Gives you a different look um, than a speed wide receiver. I think this guy fits what they need to do and gives Jimmy Garoppolo more of a target across the middle. I know that he has an injury history, but I wanted to see the Niners take a chance and get Lavisca Chenault here. Chenault is one of those guys that if he stays healthy, he's going to be one of the best names. I think if this is a normal, I think if this is a normal year, Lavisca Chenault is higher. But because that teams cannot see the uh, cannot, teams cannot get their own doctors to see injuries, t- players like that are going to fall. Yeah, well, that's their team. It is what it is. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised to see the Niners pick a Pittman Jr. here. I, I like Ayuk better than Pittman Jr. I think Pittman I Jr. This- is the whole package that Ayuk is. That's just what it is to me. D minus for me. I'm going to give it A. D minus? Jeez, dude. I'm giving it a B plus. I'm giving it a B minus. Just because I think they could have grabbed T Higgins instead uh, of Brandon Ayuk, who I like more. Why are you so high on Higgins? <laughs> he's just a, he's one of the best receivers in the draft class. He's re- really underrated. He's a great go up and get a guy. He's got great yards after the catch. And I like him out of Clemson. He's a great player. But you know, Brandon Ayuk is the guy that can go, like George said, across the field from Debo Samuel. Uh, they need a receiver and take him one at 25. Not that bad, although they don't know what they traded. So they didn't have a lot of draft capital, to be honest, this year. So it, was, it must have been a decent, uh, interesting trade. Must have been a first for next year. Yeah. All right. Next up, the Green Bay Packers. Trade up with the Miami Dolphins to quarterback Jordan Love out of Utah State. I want to hear you know, Reed's just, I want to, I want to hear Reed first. Reed, go ahead and go first. Listen, every team wants to subscribe to that Patrick Mahomes style of developing a quarterback, meaning that if you have an older veteran quarterback that can develop a younger quarterback, you're going to go with him. The Packers, while they probably wasted a pick here than when they could have used 
you know, a more positional need, such as a wide receiver or even a running back at this, at this juncture in the draft. They could have gotten somebody that could have benefited them now. They look towards the future with Love, who undoubtedly has the best arm in the draft. And I don't think any of you are going to argue that. He has the best arm in the draft. In a year or a couple years under Aaron Rodgers, this might end up being a Mahomes-esque pick, in my opinion. So you I know what this reminds me of being? An Aaron Rodgers-esque pick. I like this pick. Yes, sir. I like That's this the first pick, controversial I thing. <laughs> I like this pick, but I don't like that they traded up for this pick. Yeah, I yeah. think they definitely could have got him at yeah. 30. That's why I only give him an A. But I do like I'm gonna, pick. I'm going to give this pick a B minus just because you don't need to trade up if the guy's most likely going to fall to you because who's going to take a quarterback? The, chart, the, Ra- the Dolphins already took one, and then it was the Seahawks. Then the, the, Ravens. the Ravens and the Titans. Titans. Yeah, and, and none of those Chiefs. people are going to take quarterbacks. They would have. It would have definitely fallen to you. And I don't think anybody was going to trade in front of you to take Jordan Love just because they know that he's a project. I really saw him going in the second round. Granted, I think that he has more potential than a lot than the quarter. A lot of the quarterbacks in this class, such as Herbert, I think he has more potential than Herbert. Do it. I, I was waiting on you to say that. <laughs> I just. I think that it's going to take him longer to get there, and I think that it's not worth trading up to in front of quarterback teams that are already established at quarterback. A lot of Packer fans complaining about this one. Well, I mean, yeah, because they want to see their team succeed now. Yeah. They're looking yeah. more now than the future because, look, yeah. it's a fact that the Packers need a wide receiver to complement Devontae Adams. But yeah. because this receiver class is so stacked, I think this was a good pick, and you take a wide receiver in the second round, even if you have to trade up a little bit. Yep. A lot of good receivers on the on the thing, so I think it's a like risk and reward thing, and you know they get the reward in Jordan Love, and that's a risk, but they can still get a solid guy in the second round today. Yeah, I give it a B plus just because I didn't think I think they needed they needed to value wide receiver more than Jordan Love, and the fact that they traded up to get Jordan Love, uh, that's the only reason it's a B plus. They didn't address the position of need. I mean, I guess Aaron Rodgers is getting up there in age, and they needed a guy for the future. But just don't, don't get this thing. Yeah. I just think this is now. This is this is just the Packers' mo now. Is is look. Uh, Rodgers is a year older than Favre was when they drafted Rodgers. A quarterback that falls late into the first round that they think could be good, especially if he sits under a good quarterback for a couple of years, this is a good pick. Yep. I agree. Yep. I just don't understand why they traded up to Megan. That's the only thing that I – that's the only problem I have with Yeah. All right, let's move on. Pick number 27, the Seahawks reach for linebacker Jordan Brooks. This I like pick, it. I hate this pick. Of course pick. you like it. I'm going to give this pick a Listen, do you, know what I've learned? do you know what I've learned being a Seahawks fan? That they suck at picking in the first round? And a that fan you should of be Pete, depressed. And a fan of Pete Carroll? Pete, uh, Carroll okay. Pete Carroll has a gift. The guy can create a good defense out of anybody. He sees the things that other coaches and other people don't see. I don't know what he saw in Jordan Brooks. I don't know why he took Jordan Brooks over Patrick Queen, but he obviously saw something that we didn't. And I trust Pete Carroll on that. The guy no, is, I don't. Not in the, the guy. Process. The how, guy how, how is, is known for How is L.J. Collier? How is L.J. Collier? How well did he do that? He's known for finding, for finding uh, Diamonds in the Rough. Diamonds in the Rough in the second, third, fourth, fifth rounds. That's where Pete he's Carroll an amazing. That's where the Seahawks are amazing. He saw something in the first round. He saw something in the first round. Brooks in the is gonna last first round, Wagner and Urban perfectly. I don't understand why you're saying that because Jordan Brooks is going to compliment Wagner and Urban very solidly. Yeah, but Patrick Queen would have complimented them better. Yeah, Much Patrick better. Queen would have been a way better Jordan compliment. Jordan Brooks is a Seahawks style defensive player. How did LJ call your workout last year? Not well. Okay, who did they pick in the first round before? Do you remember? I don't actually. That's a problem. I they, the Seahawks right are not good at drafting in the first round, and this is another sign that they are just not good at drafting in the first round. That's Brooks why they trade out most player. Time. I do think, like I knew Jordan Brooks before we drafted him. 
Jordan Brooks is a solid player. I'm Jordan Brooks is a solid player the, with an injury history that was projected to go in the late second, early third. Yeah, but he's still an uh, high upside. I'm telling you, Pete can convert this guy into a productive defensive player. If he Watch. can, can – if okay, I understand where you're coming from with how Pete Carroll has had a good defense. But remember, when he had that good defense, he has three – arguably – he has three Hall of Famers on that defense. When he has – and remember how defense was – I think four. I think he has weaknesses four last year. Who do you think the one is? Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Bobby Wagner, Richard Sherman, and Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Oh, I, that's that's on that's my fault. That's my fault. I yeah. forgot about Cam Chancellor. How do you forget about? Come on now, dog. That was come bad. on, Cam Chancellor, hardest hitter in the league. Look, but I'm telling yeah. you, what about that? Uh, the the running back that they drafted out of San Diego State a couple years ago. Rashad the, Penny. Yeah, he how's he been, worked out? He would have been fantastic. He would have been. He would have been fantastic. In the second round. If he said, had he not gotten injured last season, had he not gotten injured last season, he would have been great. He was on his way. If these picks would have happened in the second round, I think the Seahawks make very good decisions. I just think they they take players that they like in the second, that have second and third round grades, and they take them, they reach them way too early in the first round. They reach. And that, I mean, people said that DK Metcalf was a reach last year. People said that DK Metcalf was a reach. And look, I don't think DK Metcalf was a reach. Nobody thought A lot of people thought DK Metcalf was just a big boy. They just thought he was a big boy. I loved the DK Metcalf pick. I thought he was going to be a was a steal. Not everyone did. Great. But we all know this is a reach. This is a reach, especially with Patrick. If Patrick Queen's not on the board, I understand this pick a little bit more. If it wasn't Pete Carroll, I would say it was a reach. If it wasn't Pete Carroll, I'd say it was a reach. Even with Pete Carroll, it's still a reach. Yes. No, I really don't. I don't think Pete Carroll reaches. I think that Pete Carroll makes mistakes as anything, but he can develop. In the first round, the Seahawks have not drafted well. I think took Rashad Penny in the first round while having a battle. I mean, I watched this pick. I was anticipating. I thought that they were going to – I thought they were going to – I thought they were going to take, like, a Delpit. I thought that they were going to take a Grant Delpit. That would have been a better pick than what they did. That's what I wanted them to take because they need a safety. I would have thought that that would have been – I wanted them to go O-line. That would have been a solid pick. O-line would help, too. Josh Jones That whole time. That whole time in the first round, I'm going, okay, it's going to be Delpit. And then I saw it. Jordan Brooks, first thing I said was – Pete Carroll saw something that we didn't, and I trust him. And, and what did Pete Carroll see in LJ Collier? I don't know what he saw. He's not an offensive coach. I think the oh, offensive yeah. coordinator and general manager make LJ Collier's an edge rusher. LJ Collier. Darn, Reed. He just played yourself. That, that was bad. Hard. That was bad. He just played yourself hard. Uh, hard. Leave me alone. I had three hours <laughs> of sleep. C minus. All right. All right. This well, is the first time I've messed up on a show. B plus is a generous grade. Yeah, D-plus is yeah, a uh, my, You know, a, if Jordan Brooks pans out and gets, like, 12 and a half sacks this season, you can eat my He's a middle salad. linebacker. If he gets he's 12 an and a half sacks, he's playing in the wrong position. Well, then he's going to be impressive. I'm telling you. He's going he's gonna to look solid. So. I think you're wrong. Okay, well, next pick is an A-plus. You're wrong A+. most of the time, so. Next right, pick is an A-plus. And that's what oh, we're going to Yeah, 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 of course. A-plus. No, I'm giving it I'm giving it a B-minus. A-plus. They needed a linebacker. They get the best yeah. player on the board. A plus. This pick Patrick Queen's is arguably the one of the bigger steals in the draft. They got arguably the second best linebacker. I thought he was the third. Arguably the second best linebacker. And now they took a defense that was already one of the best in the NFL. Yeah. They took it from daunting to if you mm-hmm. play them, you're not gonna want to yep. play but them at all. Play ever again. Yeah, exactly. This defense is gonna be so scary next year. And if that offense can produce at any Work. Even half the level they produced out last year. This team is going to make a deep playoff run. You know it is what it is. B minus. I don't have to give my opinion. A plus. A plus. This is a guy in a position of need, and they're lucky. So uh, yes, you do. Steal. Especially when it's a low grade, when everyone else is giving A pluses. I don't have to give my opinion on it. C B minus. That's it. I, I think There's a reason he was taking this low. There's a reason he was taking this low. Because uh, the Seahawks. He, he was predicted the to go higher. Screwed up. No. There is a reason. They saw yeah, Seahawks screwed up. Nope. Yes. Nope. You know what? Well, I'm going to text you next year and be when Jordan Brooks is better than Queen. And 
I'm going to text you next year when you forget what really? position Jordan Brooks plays. Oh, yeah? You're going to do that? <laughs> or I'll come up and talk to you. Guys, we're gonna be You'll probably place. be dropped out by then. Oh, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, let, let's I'm talk not about saying anything personal. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry about it. I'll move on. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a bit on <laughs> That was out of pocket. I agree. All right. Next up, the Titans took Isaiah Wilson. Uh, tackle out of Georgia. Again, Josh I think this is a reach. A better tackle. And I think that um, they should have taken A.J. Epineza. I think that's a, it fits their team a lot better. I understand they just lost um, Jack Conklin, who went to the Browns. So I don't mind this pick. I'm going to give it a B-. minus. Yeah, I gave it an A just because I think that a quarter – I'm telling you, there was a clear theme here in the first round, as I said – Teams that have established quarterbacks, they want to protect their quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill is a paid quarterback. He's not an established quarterback. But they're going with him going forward. That's the thing. He's their guy. And they didn't, they didn't need an alignment. I mean, I guess they, they, they did. They lost, lost Jack, Jack Conklin. Conklin. Yeah, but they, they have Taylor yeah. on the blind side. With, so with you need a running – so because they're a running team, you're going to want to have a right tackle who can run block really well. I mm-hmm. think that they should have gone A.J. Vanessa or – all right, so I think they just should have not taken to the alignment. You can, just so I, I don't know. I just like right. A.J. Epinesa. I could have seen them maybe going safety even. Why would you? Why would they go safety? Because they need a lot of – they need that. They have Kevin Byard. Yeah, but they need someone to compliment Kevin Byard. They need an edge rush more than that, and they need an offensive Exactly, that's why that. I said A.J. Epinesa. I agree with – okay. I, I think you're wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this pick. Let's just go to the Dolphins pick because I think we'll all agree that the next pick is sucky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So we can no, all agree that this pick is sucky. First round pick. Uh, so we can. Neither should Jordan Brooks. Dude, here we are. Hey, listen, dog. That was three picks ago. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get right, off. Moving on to thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so now Eggman Agony, when there's when they just picked up Byron Jones, they they have uh, another they have Xavier Howard there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, yeah, that's uh, a scary. They need a safety <laughs> if they traded away make a Fitzpatrick, and they, every single safety still on the board. Whether you like Grant Delpit better or you like um, the dude out of Alabama McKinney. better, Xavier McKinney. Xavier, Xavier McKinney. McKinney. There's a lot of Xavier somethings. Um, but you take a corner. You take a corner, not projected to go late. It's projected to go late second, early third. A bad pick. Another. This is a bad pick by the Dolphins. Noah. I can't even pronounce his name. I'm just going to call him Noah. Igbenogany. Thank you for sounding it out for me. Igbenogany. Anyways. There you go. So. Yeah, uh, Auburn. You can't deny that he was a solid guy, but I'm not a big fan of him. Uh, I don't think he's what, like y'all said, what the Dolphins needed. I don't think that he was that solid of a guy at Auburn. He was good. He wasn't like, wow, this guy is going to be NFL talent. Like, right. whoa, first round. It, yeah, no, he wasn't. So, awful pick for the Dolphins. I, I would have said that, you know, they could have gone three for three on picks and been like, whoa, impressing everybody. But, they made a mistake they take, here. If, if they take uh, Grant Delpit here, I say they go three for three. Oh, definitely. Delpit should have been taken in the first round take, by somebody. If Delpit uh, doesn't go in the top ten in the second round, I'm going to be surprised. Grant yeah. Delpit's draft stock fell hard. Yeah, it did. He was predicting if, one, if, if there's not a safety taken in the next ten picks, uh, like from 32 to 42, I'm going to be very He's going to be a steal in about two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see them go right. Xavier McKinney here. So let's finish this, this one, one up. The the uh Vikings who traded back with the 49ers select Jeff Gladney, corner out of TCU. Now, I still have two better corners on the board, but I don't mind it because I knew they weren't drafting Trayvon Diggs because of what happened with Stefan Diggs. I knew that wasn't gonna happen. And I think that Jeff Gladney fits uh Mike Zimmer's scheme pretty well. So I actually I'm gonna give this pick an A. I'm, I'm going to give this pick an A minus. I, I mean, it is they got a corner, they got a position of need, and they got a guy that they think is a solid replacement for Xavier Rhodes. 
He's a corner. They needed that position. But I'm not a big fan of tackle first, guys. I'm going to need him to play the ball instead of the player. I think I would feel like prefer to have a guy that you – know, tackle first guy means that if he doesn't stop the ball, he's going to be – I just have a feeling Gladney is going to be a penalty machine. You know, he was kind of like he that. Just, he fits Zimmer's, his Zimmer's scheme yeah. of, of rangy yeah. um, and uh, physical corners. So, yeah, I actually I I don't mind it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad pick. It's still a B. Even A minus. I love this guy coming out of TCU. Uh, he's a, he's a kind of he's, he's a, bias. Yeah, whatever. But uh, he's a good corner. He can read the def- he can read the offense, read the quarterback, and he fits Mike Zimmer's scheme. Uh, I think I would have gone Christian Fulton here, maybe, but uh, decent pick. So A minus. Uh, all right. And now, with the last pick in the first round, a pick that reportedly Patrick Mahomes made, uh, the Kansas City selects Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, running back out of Louisiana State University. As if they need like any more pick. weapons. Yeah, I think I gave it an A+, plus, honestly. Because so this, the, this is the best receiving back in the class, and that's exactly what the Chiefs run off. This is a good exactly. pick. This is yeah, a very good I, pick. I, I, I give this pick an A, not an A+, plus, just because I think DeAndre Swift I like DeAndre Swift more than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think yeah, Clyde that's, that's Edwards matches the scheme better. I think that he matches the Chiefs' way of play better. I mean, they want a guy that he's going to be – He's uh, the amount of PA rollouts and <laughs> routes he's going to be running from the backfield is going to be absurd, absolutely absurd. And Mahomes is going to hit him every time. That's yeah. a great take. Yeah, I give this one. A minus, uh, good receiving back, good running back, all around great player uh, coming out of LSU. So, all right. Well, that wraps up the first round. Second round is going to be in approximately an hour and 45 minutes, is when it's supposed to start. So, um, going to be interesting to see what happens. And uh, I'm telling you, this is this is my favorite part of the NFL season. So uh, I'm going to be really excited to see what goes on here in the second round. And my Pittsburgh Steelers finally get to make it. Yes, sir. Any predictions on who Those they take? Steelers. Prediction Thanks, on who sir. they take? I think they either take a, a running back or an edge rusher, May, like a Jordan Uche or like a. Um, J.K. Dobbins, if he falls. No, not J. I wouldn't say J.K. I think they take Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. I Jonathan mean, Taylor and Pittsburgh for the Steelers. That would be a great pick for the Steelers. Yeah. Jonathan Steelers. Taylor and Pittsburgh would be scary. I know. Jonathan Taylor and James Conner on the same running back, and then you also have Benny Snell. That's 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 a good. I mean, you got a little thunder and lightning thing going. Yeah. If they did that, well, that's a. I'm hyped for that pick now. I'm not even a Steelers fan, and that sounds good. Yeah. All right, well, that is going to be the end of this episode of The Undefeated. We will catch you back next week talking to all drafts. So, uh, peace out.